Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 we're back, we're black, we're This is Jen, this calls for jazz hands. Ambition. Ambition. Hey, Mandra. Ambition, ambition. How are you, Mandra? Oh, you know, I got my struggle, my struggle blush on, my struggle lip on. We're hanging in there. I feel so, so proud much. of myself because I like did a little light beat for the first time with yeah. um I never ever used a tinted moisturizer. You know who put me on to tinted moisturizer? You know Nicole Walters? 2003. No, I know. Sorry. I girl, I was I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? So Nicole like, Walters who is BB like, cream come out. Girl. Tell us about BB cream, Tiffany. <laughs> There's this super chocolate girl who I love, Nicole Walters, on like, that's what literally her name on social media. She had like a TV show. Anyway, Nicole has mm-hmm. the most beautiful, gorgeous, glowing black skin. And mm. I was just like, but I just figured, you know, this is just, you know, this is her look. Like, that's just, and which it is, she has beautiful skin, but she was like that she loves like tinted moisturizer because it just helps to give it an all around even. And I was like, say what now? How did I miss out on the tinted moisturizer? like trend and i was like wait what so i moseyed on down to the <laughs> sephora met zania hey zania um she's a like you know she works at sephora at um uh, willowbrook mall in new jersey and she was so nice so we tried on all these different tinted moisturizers and i tried on this one called grenada from nars and i was mm-hmm. like but zania i can't see it she said exactly i was exactly. like oh and so if you're watching us on YouTube, girl, my when I say my skin is, because I already have decent skin, the skin is giving. And then Zanaya was like, you need a little eyebrow gel. I was like, don't play me Zanaya, but okay. And so that's why my eyebrows are looking oh, laid no. to the gourds. <laughs> Tell us about eyebrows. <laughs> Yo, I am so like, remember I was wearing, girl, just a few years ago, I was still wearing panties I'm in the pack. sorry, giving you so much right? shit. You deserve it a little bit though. I can't I let you go on any longer. I don't. Welcome, <laughs> Tiffany. Welcome I mean, to where have the I year been? of our Lord 2020. <laughs> no wonder you girls have been out here slaying. And I was like, why do I don't look like that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, so. I'm just happy you're happy with yeah. a little pumpkin popping. I love yeah. it. You, know? you have the top in another color, do you not? I was do. It blush last time I saw Pink. It? Man, you have a good eye. Okay, journalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be paying attention. <laughs> so, did you hear about the um, Aurora Borealis? Aurora Borealis, like that's just Northern oh. Lights. They were supposed to be yeah, invisible yeah. last night. Did you see any? Girl, I go to bed at like nine thirty. Because 
I've always no, I didn't. Was from New York, you could see that. Yeah, well, this is like I think like it's well, like you every, were out in the country. Well, no, I, I came back. So, but every three hundred okay. years or so, there's something like that that you can see them not just in Alaska and Ireland, uh, not Ireland, um, Iceland. Those are the two places, and so okay. you're supposed to be able to see it basically like in the north. And so I went outside at night to take a look, but you know, with all the light light pollution. Pollution, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't get, you know, I didn't mm. get to see. But I want to see the Northern Lights. That's on my bucket list. I want to go to Alaska or, or um, Iceland to see them. Yeah, I feel like even here it would be neat, but it's something about, I don't know, those places where you can like live in an igloo. Yes. And then, you know, like see it through your window. Yeah. That sounds magical. It does sound yeah. magical. Enrique made me watch Succession last night. I mean, he didn't make me, but like, you know. <laughs> I was on the couch. I didn't feel like getting up and he wanted to watch. I just can't get into it. I know you don't, you're not a big TV fan, but yeah. Succession is a show that like everyone talks about. It wins mm -hmm. all the awards. And it's basically like a, um, a version of the Murdoch family, just okay. like this billionaire, yes. you know, multi-billionaire family that the, the, the dad, the patriarch owns like all these, you know, this huge company that owns multiple companies and the kids are complete trash mm -hmm. assholes. <laughs> And people are obsessed with it. And you just watch them just kind of destroy each other and be horrible people. And I'm just like, but why? Mm. I'm not, I'm not in, but they were in Norway. That's why I thought about it. And mm. I was like, oh, I want to go to Norway. So at least I got something out of watching it. <laughs> but oh, anyway. And to what end? Yeah. I was thinking about that this morning. I was having a very like, um, I don't know if it's esoteric, but like experience this morning. I was taking a shower and I thought to myself, so let's just say you spend 80 years working so hard to make all the money and have all the, but then one day you're not here. That's literally what the show's about, Tiff. It's called, <laughs> yes. No, you hit it yeah. on the head. And it's like, and then you just see the wolves descend. You know? and, and your legacy is that you created these shitty humans. Yeah. So I'm just like, see, so, here's the thing, even if like I get it, people are like, oh, I want to create a legacy. Yeah. But here's the thing about having a legacy. You literally are not here. So like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not here I mean, to see it through. You're not here to see if the legacy actually shakes out the way you want it to. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't work hard to like provide for your family and heirs and things like that. But it's like, I don't know. It's like you've almost sacrificed yourself and your goodness and whatever to what end? Because no matter how much money people make, it all ends. I mean, if Steve Jobs mm. passing away taught us nothing is that money and, and wealth and access and everything that he had at his fingertips He's not here and he was young, relatively speaking. And so mm, it just seemed like such a foolish endeavor to spend the time that you are here doing not so great things. So I just was thinking about Unless you're going to create great humans who can carry yes. on and do good with them. You that's know what, what I mean? I mean. Like, that's what it's about. Yes. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like if you're going to leave the place, leave what you built with people who are inherently like selfish and self-serving mm -hmm. and have their best interests at heart like then thanks appreciate yeah. you rest of the world and thank you mr <laughs> rich guy I mean, you know so leave things just the way they are when you were here yeah but um ooh, i did even though i overslept in my nap i did of course i always have time to check instagram <laughs> real quick and i'm not gonna lie the first thing i saw is that don lemon just got axed from cnn i knew that was coming and Don Lemon has been there for, I know, I feel like every couple of years there's like a Don Lemon 
controversy. Mm-hmm. But it just reminded me again because his statement, his statement came out and he was like, I was stunned. I had no idea today that I wouldn't be able, or there was no indication that I wouldn't be able to continue the great work that I've done there. And I'm like, yep, like everybody else, yep. when they decide that you are no longer serving them and yep. their business needs, they will kick your ass to the side. Yes. And if you're a woman of color or a person of color, even quicker. Even quicker. So Don Lemon ain't special. Yeah. Um, what was it this time? He said old women were past their prime. That was the last thing yeah. I remember. I knew he was. I said, Don, you about to be on your wheel. But he'll be fine. You know, yeah. like. He'll have a know. podcast by tomorrow. Exactly. So, but I just. Welcome. <laughs> I was thinking too, like even like there was, this, I, I, I went live last night on like on Instagram for a little bit. And, and when I was finished, I like swiped through a few stories. And one of the stories I saw, um, people always got memes. So, you know, Jamie Foxx has been hospitalized reportedly yes, for a stroke. On? Reportedly for it's, a stroke. They're we saying it's know. for a stroke now? Well, you know, that's what the people say. But who knows? Okay. If that's true or not. Yeah. So, and so that's they so said that he weird. was like working on a movie. I think he had two more weeks left. And so mm-hmm. this is all supposed reportedly, this is what, you know, this is all from a meme. So, you know, God, take it with the smallest grain of smallest salt. Anyway, mm-hmm. that he's working on a movie. There's only like two weeks of shooting left. And instead of waiting for him to recover, they instead just finished with his body double, right? And so like the, okay. the meme's purpose was to say that like, take your rest because even if you don't, they will find somebody to replace you. You know, and I was just like dark, but true, (laughs) but meaning that like sometimes we say that we will break ourselves in order to, you know, get something accomplished only to find out that like if we just said no, they would figure it out. We all, you know, we act like we're the 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 people won't figure it out. They'll figure it out. You know, Mm -hmm. that's the same speech I give to anyone who's really frustrated or really um, concerned about leaving their job for a new opportunity. Mm -hmm. And they're like but I've made such an impact with the team, but my, my, you know, again, the word legacy or what I've built mm-hmm. here. And I'm just like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. People have quit before yes. you have entire prime ministers yes. quitting right now. Girl. Like Simone Biles left the Olympics and said, Girl. I'm good. You know, I think that there's at the same time, you know, Don Lemon left. Um, it does feel like there's this, you know, we hadn't, we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but when you were on, when you were in uh, traveling in March, mm-hmm. There was this influencer, and now I'm not going to remember her name, but she kind of went viral because she had, you know, built this huge following, had this really successful business, and basically wrote, like, I'm kind of done, y'all. I'm going to walk away from this for I a while. I think I saw, I heard about I had her. sent you a message. I'm like, we should have her yeah. on, which is so ironic, because she yeah. ain't going to be on. She's <laughs> she's I done. Was, you did message. send me a message, and I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, sidebar, cousin. Yeah, we talk about that later, though. We talk about that later. <laughs> we, we talk about that later. Well, let's really our boost. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. There have been, you know, these, I just, you know, this, these people who are announcing that they're, they are choosing like a different path and they are just, you know, leaving. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, but your people and, but your followers, they rely mm-hmm. on you, but your audience and this and that, they're going to be fine, mm-hmm. you know? they'll find another I mean they'll maybe miss you hopefully you'll be missed but at the same time it shouldn't stop you from pursuing whatever it is that like we deserve yeah we deserve to pursue what lights us up and not feel this burden to you know continue to do a dog and pony show that we're just not interested in anymore girl when I tell you that's what I like that's what the live was about last night that like one mm-hmm. of the benefits of like taking like a deep break from social media is that I didn't feel the urgency that social media kind of like 
you know, so much stuff I don't know what's happening. And so I get to actually just look at my day-to-day life and just enjoy it as it is, not as I wish it could be, you know, because we will literally stress ourselves out over something we just learned. Like I was like, I had never heard of Tulum five years ago. You know, of course, Mexico, mm-hmm. but I never heard of Tulum, Mexico. And now the girls can't live without Tulum. They can't live without Tulum. <laughs> Everybody go to Tulum. I'm like, y'all didn't even know Tulum existed five years ago, but social every media. Every 40th, every bachelorette. Girl. Yes. But every, <laughs> some of y'all like, I did hear about Tulum. Tulum okay. got a really good press person or a social media Girl, campaign. But I know Tulum is tired. The, the Tulum is, Tulum is like, actually, we good over here. But I say all that to say <laughs> that like, it became like this, destination that you must do but so many people had never even heard of it before and that social Mm -hmm. media sometimes the world we live in now can create urgency where there is none i was talking to my my sister carol the other day and um my niece amelia who's six um she has to put a lock on the tablet because they keep downloading games and things for a dollar two dollars whatever what's roman downloading a stock market girl he already know trading this boy told his mother i want to do a summer program where i could do math and build things i saw yeah he's not downloading minecraft with the other regulars right i'm literally just out here just you know just who knows probably a casino app just i don't even know maybe casino so, so she asked her mother can you because now the carol has a code lock on it mommy can you put in your numbers and she said no and so Amelia was like, it's only a dollar ninety nine. Can you imagine the six year old who pays no bills? Because I guess in her mm-hmm. mind, her birthday just passed. So she's like, girl, yeah. if it's money, you need <laughs> more, more, more. Yes. And, and so more in the family. Exactly. We do. And so she was like, Amelia, <laughs> no. And the way Amelia, I actually had to tell Carol, can you check on my niece? Because she sounds like she's being dangled from the top of a building and is scared for her life. <laughs> Because the way she had a meltdown for for oh, something Lord. that she did not even know existed until five minutes ago. Yep. And I thought mm-hmm. to myself, this is how we're navigating that, you know, we can all be like, oh, Mimi, be a good girl. But it's like we are all navigating from the space of things that we didn't even know existed. All of a sudden, there's this urgency and this need. And honestly, I was reading an article, mm-hmm. I think it was CNBC, of how it's costing young people their financial future. You know, you're spending money on things that you don't you know, necessarily even make you happy. You are, you know, telling yourself like soft life, which is nothing wrong with that, but you have no work experience. You know, like even this, mm-hmm. I've always, I want to talk to you about the work from home. Do we talk about the work from home girlfriend? No, the uh, the stay at home girlfriend movement. Yeah, like people, I have to skip. I was like, make sure the algorithm knows I don't want these videos. But <laughs> yes, basically like a kept girlfriend who's like bragging about it on social media. And yes, aesthetic everything. <laughs> but the problem is, is that most these kept most of these kept girlfriends, <clears throat> they think they're winning because most of them are in their twenties, um, and they think my boyfriend is taking care of me. All I got to do is be cute, make sure he's good. But the problem is, your boyfriend is out there getting an education, work experience, mm-hmm. all of the, and starting to set aside for you know. Let's just like assume that he has a a 401k or whatever at work and setting aside money for retirement in his 20s and you throughout your 20s not to mention social security girl so you in your 20s that man you don't not eligible exactly and even if he takes care of but you have no work experience like you know or your work experience is going to be limited it doesn't start until you're 30 or 35 like we everybody knows hopefully you know the power of compounding interest that it would take you if you don't if you start saving at 20, you don't have to put aside nearly as much than if you start saving at 40 or, or 30 or something. So you're missing out on all that juicy compound interest of in, of that money that you can have set aside and invested. And even if you're like, well, he's gonna take care of me for life, let's just say your, your 
your boyfriend is amazing, ends up marrying you, he's awesome. I lost the love of my life and he was all those things, amazing, awesome. So you cannot control, someone just literally might not be here, not because they don't want to be, because something tragic happens and then what? And so I just think that social media is actually making people broker, <laughs> which is really scary. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's tales all this time. There's always going to be a way for new, I guess when it, we were, when I was a kid, it was the Toys R Us Sunday catalog, mm. that thick newspaper came Ooh. and we'd fight over who got to get the catalog first. And that would tell you what toys you wanted <laughs> plus commercials, you know? Uh. So like, I think it's tale as old as time. It's like, geez, it's like trying to, I have had, you know, and I know friends of mine who have two on those bad days when the kids are crying over things you know mm -hmm. toy a toy yesterday rio was obsessed with a dinosaur egg that you can it's a, basically a piece of dirt that they sell with a plastic dinosaur inside <laughs> for the low low price of like four dollars per egg and um i guess he must have seen something on youtube because i'm not gonna lie this weekend it was a screen heavy gun <laughs> weekend and um he's like i want to go to the dinosaur egg store everything he thinks is <laughs> like a store all freaking day and then um anyway i don't know just my lack of willpower and my husband who never has willpower he cannot watch this baby cry we ended up at target later in the day and um i immediately found the toy i knew where it was and rio meanwhile had to go he's like mom because i never really let him loose in target mm -hmm. he's usually in the cart i'm stuffing snacks in his face to keep him on that side of the store <laughs> yes and he's like, there's so many toys. And no. his eyes were just like so overwhelmed. I'm proud of him because I think it was almost too much for him to, okay. to just compute. He's like, but this and that, and you know. And I was like, yes. And we came for this one. And aren't you happy? And do you want me to put this back so you can, you know, find something? To he's like, no, I really wanted that egg toy. But yeah, I'm like, Lord have mercy. Trying to, it's going to be a battle, I think, yeah. for ourselves and for the cheering to try to raise and ourselves too, just mm -hmm. like resist that. And I think it really comes down to like constantly checking in with yourself about what brings you joy mm -hmm. and peace, because it's it's so much easier to ignore the other stuff. And I think that had I not ha ha had I not spent sort of the last decade, you know, living in a city of materialism and things. But then really have like being grounded in what the things that I wanted, like I wouldn't have this house. Yeah. I wouldn't pay for this wedding. I wouldn't be able to start my own business. Mm. Shouts out to 22. I'm just like 22 to 26 year old Mandy does not get enough credit Girl. <laughs> like for the life that she created for me now. Cause man, like the smallest things, like you said, saving, investing mm -hmm. that now I'm not able to do as easily cause I don't work nine to five and I'm figuring out this new thing. I'm not as pressed or stressed because I'm like, okay, I made moves mm -hmm. in the first decade of my career that are paying dividends to me now. So if I don't even do anything, I've done something, Yes, you know? And it's like what I was always, but that comes, I think from, I don't know, maybe these stay at home girlfriends never saw a single mom be mm. broke with four kids trying, you know, and had that experience of like seeing your mom's credit card or debit card get declined at a grocery store. And mm. I'm just like, no, that's what I value. I yeah. value security and, yes. um, you know, stability and independence. Yes. And I don't know, they'll have their, they'll have a wake up call one day. I know, but it's, it's going to be an expensive one. That's the thing. I hope you it know. ain't my kids. I know. My children. I hope my boys don't grow up keeping a stay-at-home girlfriend. I hope they're like, man, you need to get a job. <laughs> For your own security. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you just don't, I mean, even if someone is amazing and wonderful and all the things, it's just, I'm not saying that like, here's the thing, I'm not saying that, you know, if you're fortunate that 
let's just say you, you're married, you know, and basically you have a contractual obligation to do certain things. Fine. If you want to be a stay at home mom, whatever. And, you know, I think that's honestly that the work, that's hard work. Okay. Take me to work. Oh, no. You know? No, no, no. Absolutely. No disrespect to stay at home moms. Like, or stay at home dad. Just a stay at home parent. That work yeah. is, the, is the work. But what I'm saying yeah. is stay at home girlfriend, sis. Like, yeah. you know, mm-mm, like These are your best years. Yeah. I saw a really good um I saw a really good uh explanation or like a um a a debate from a mom on TikTok who uh you know, she has kids and I think she has four kids and she shared that she spends $5,000 a month on childcare for her four kids. And I'm thinking, wow, what a bargain cuz girls daycare alone is $2,300 a month. You're like, what a bargain. Jesus. I'm like, oh, that's like a two for two, you know, because for the cost of that, I'm going to have two kids in daycare. And of course, everyone's like thinking about the math. Well, do you make that much money a month? Does it make more sense for you to just stay at home and take care of the kids? And her argument was, I'm not going to be doing this forever, y'all. Like, they're not going to be in daycare for the next 20, 30 years of my career. And if I leave my career to save $5,000, you have to understand I'm setting myself yeah. back. Like, why is no one thinking of that? Yeah. Of course you are. I, I mean, I, I coach women who are yeah. trying to re-enter the workforce and you can say, you know, we all respect stay-at-home moms and all that. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. that huge resume gap, it does make a difference. It, it is hard to come back from. So, yeah, you have to, we need more messages like that. You got to think about yourself long-term. Spell. Yeah, no, that's $5,000, a year. I'm like, yeah, she probably lives in Georgia too. And I'm like, that's a bargain. I mean, and you're right though, when you really think, cause I remember <laughs> at the time um, when the both Carol's kids were in, um, in a, uh, what's it called, in a preschool, it was like, I want to say 2,200, 23. And you're right, that probably was a bargain for the, for the both of them. And oh, I for remember, the both of them? Yeah. Um, you know? And so like, and I knew she was like, I can't wait till it gets older. I can't wait. Cause in Jersey, preschool, yeah. So like, um, if you go to basically like a public preschool, it can be free. So that's what she was just, if I could just get them to, you know, preschool, then, you know, like- Three years of struggle. Yes. Oh, child. This is why people don't be having kids. It's so pricey. And I'm such a, I look at my husband all the time and I'm like, why we pick the one area of Westchester that doesn't have universal pre-K? Yeah. uh, Which means we have to pay for an extra year of daycare. Mm. So he's going to be in there until he's- Four, almost five. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't want to think about it too hard. <laughs> it, it stresses me out. But yeah. shout out to I don't even know where how we got on that subject. But you're crazy if you're not continuing. I mean, you're you're short sighted and like it will bite you in the ass if you're not continuing to invest in your skill set, in your knowledge, mm-hmm. in your how you can contribute to society for a buck. Yeah. You know? And also just it's putting just, mo- putting away money, like you know, if you don't speed. have. Yes, if you're not putting aside money, child. Oh, but like, oof. So I just I want to see my condo again. So renovations, you know, we're, we're I have to. I'm getting a quote now from I found a contractor. Same people who really helped me before, um, Jermaine and Rihanna of Remain Home. And so, uh, so the I told you it's 2,800 square feet, and I really want to refinish the floors because they're kind of like um. A peanut buttery color. It's it's very typical of the time that it was built, which is like a hundred years ago. Glazed and yeah, it's not of, it's yeah. not terrible. Just not you know, just not the vibe I'm looking for. So Jermaine went to look. He was like, so there's about twenty five hundred square feet of floor to refinish, and we're gonna you know talk to the refinisher, but it might be upwards of like forty thousand dollars. I'm like, I was like, what? 
my cap was twenty five thousand. Now you I do have little set patches aside. at a time, girl. <laughs> right. So like I set aside a hundred thousand dollars for renovations. Carpets coming back. <laughs> no, the thing is, I can keep I the floors as is. It's not the worst thing, but yeah. I just we fin to see. Hopefully, the refinisher says something closer to twenty five thousand. But it's just like, uh, so it's almost like you ask yourself, mm. you know, I'm in a space now where it's like, how much do I invest into this property? Because I plan on staying mm -hmm. here for a while. And honestly, I'm not looking to resell. Like this property, I plan just like the house that I live in now. It's paid off. I, y'all you, you know, I bought that condo it was five twenty. 520, yeah, I paid it off in full. Like, I, you know, so there's no mortgage there. So this will just be included into my estate. And when I'm no longer here, it's part of my trust. It goes to my heirs. So I'm not as concerned about my return, quote unquote, on investment. Although, I mean, the way I, where I live in Jersey, the prices just keep going up. So I'm sure I'll see a return, but I'm not as concerned. Mm. But I'm just also like, ugh, we're going to see. I'll keep you guys updated yeah. about like, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll get probably the final quote of all the things. I want to do like a... The, the plumbing and electric are updated, but I want to like rechange the tile. I want to refinish them, the cabinets in the kitchen. I want to put some molding, and so there's a lot of aesthetic things I want to do. And I'm hoping it'll come in under her hundred thousand. We've been to see though. <laughs> well, I pray for you, but yeah, I mean that place. That's all the pictures, and it it had a lot of personality to it. Yeah. So I think it is the kind of thing where you're not able to really go in there and not like if you don't. It I don't know, almost like you're wearing a costume or someone else's. Yeah you know, close for a while. But just kidding, you know, the whole thing is like, I think you move into a house and it does feel like you want to start doing things, but the slower, you can go as slow as you need to, one room at a time. No, girl, please. I'm not moving into that place, it's done, okay? Oh, really? Mm-hmm, because I'm like, girl, we're, I live around the corner, so I'm not in a rush. <laughs> like, I want, like, oh, okay. I want it to be, I'd like to move in, and not done, like, all the furniture, but, like, done, like, all the renovations, so all the tile, all the, I don't want anybody in my house once the I'm in there. The dusty stuff. Yes, and so then I can get furniture yeah. at, at will, but, yeah, the, plus two, the, you know, Carol and the kids are gonna move into this house and just pay the I Karen was gonna cost. ask, are they in there yet? Because I'm sure no. she's like, when you move in, so girl, I Girl, she is. <laughs> And Amelia's always like, so this is my room, right? I'm like, no, this is mommy's room. She's like, whatever, girl. I have to explain to her timelines and budgets. <laughs> so they're so excited about living here. It's like perfect for them. Yeah, Their school, good. which goes up to eighth grade, is right down the street. So they're like so excited. But yeah, yeah so I would love to get in by you know August so the kids, because school starts in September for, for Jersey kids. I would love for them to be able to move in by like mid-August so they can be settled you know and you know school starts in september and then october is my birthday so i would have like a birthday party slash housewarming where all the people can come um mm -hmm. yeah and so that way we can celebrate you know the new house and my my renovation and my birthday so i'll be 44 jesus that's a girl such an that's an auspicious number though 44. Mm -hmm. something about that feels lucky it does oh <laughs> well i'm really excited for you I don't know when I'll have, I don't know, whatever. Uh, husband went through the, this is, I'm like trying to hide it, but I have so much crap behind me right now. Husband finally went into the crawl space and took the baby stuff out. Aww. And he's like, I can't do anything right. No matter what I do, there's always something for you to complain about. I'm like, well, when I said take it out, I didn't mean put it behind my office where I, like on my office floor where I have to be on camera. But yeah, I see stacks of baby clothes and a baby Bjorn that I have to remember how to do. Little, huh. little little uh baby car seat oh lord it's really happening but um 
before i get too overwhelmed and start crying again because all i do is fucking cry now why don't we take a break okay (laughs) for a boost and break all right y'all see you in a minute hey ba fam this episode is sponsored by state farm are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget look no further than state farm state farm agents are not just insurance providers they're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350. 50 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition, rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. And we're back. And Mandy is not crying. I'm I'm keeping mama happy. <laughs> before and before husband made me watch succession last night i was he was putting rio down to sleep and i would he came down and i was watching like taken three 
oh my this gosh. like Liam Neeson, you yes. know, because I was like, I could just watch people shoot each other, I guess. <laughs> like everything makes me cry. Can't watch anything. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm just a emotional mess, but we're back in black and brown and we're ready for a vintage section of a, a vintage um, <laughs> segment that we rarely do. I feel like anymore. I know. Bring us in, Tiff. I can't remember the song. Like it's time. Wait, wait. Booster break or booster? Break, no, but there's something booster, before break. this. There's like a little intro. Are you gonna boost? Like, mm -mm -mm. Are you gonna, Are you gonna break? break? Mm -mm -mm. What you gonna do? Mm -mm -mm. What you gonna take? But it's always like, but there's like yeah. something before. Like, girl, I don't remember what I say at the beginning. Anyway. We're gonna boost. We or we're gonna pre-record that. We really should. That way, it's always there. We're gonna. Honestly, we gotta go grab one of the old ones. We could solve so many problems. <laughs> so many problems. With technology. But I promise you, because the way our, <laughs> our 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 listeners are, they're like, I like the struggle. <laughs> they're like trying to think of it in their heads. Like, damn, what version like, will we hear today? <laughs> I know. Like, that's not even it, Tiff. I'm like, girl, I don't remember. Um, if you actually remember. You know what? Leave us a voice note. That would be hilarious <laughs> on Instagram so we can get our giggle. Oh, maybe we'll use your voice. Leave us a voice note maybe. and we can shout you out and be like, you know what? This booster break is we'll brought to you by. We can't keep though. I know. That's true. That's true. I'm all like, yeah, and then <laughs> we'll fly you out. Anyway. You uh, <laughs> do that sometimes. When I was editing, I'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we ain't doing that. Are you going to, I'm going to boost. Um, okay. So mine is just really simple and easy. So shout out to Ramit Sethi, the first brown person I've ever seen in personal finance. It was literally, I was in high school and my sister was in college. My sister, Karen, she's two years older than me. And she came home and was like, oh my God, I'm reading this book. I will teach you to be rich. And he's hilarious. She was like, um, he is a son of immigrants just like me. And it's really helping me get my money together. And at the time I was like, I don't care. Cause you know, I was like, you know, like 16 or whatever. And she was, like I said, yeah. she was in college, but I just remember distinctly remember like her getting his book that long ago. And so now it's a classic. it is, I mean, it is a classic, especially I'm so glad there's a classic by like, you know, a Brown person. Um, and so now Ramit has a new show on Netflix called how to get rich. And it's doing so well. It's in the top 10, which is amazing on um, oh, wow. Netflix, mm -hmm. That's, which is a huge accomplishment. I've seen it when I go on there, but I haven't had a chance to tune in or I haven't tuned in yet. So I watched like the first um, episode and, oh no, first two. And so one of them was so good in that we talked about the stay at home parent. So it's this guy who was an engineer, but he has like two kids with his wife. She makes a lot of money as I'm like in the marketing or whatever, like 250 or something like that. And he's a stay at home, Dad and the level of disrespect heaped on him, child. It is you have to watch that one. By who? His wife. Oh, girl. She basically says that he can't move no money without tapping her on the shoulder like he's a baby. And she was like, "Why should he do anything with the money when I'm making it?" I'm like, "Sis, he's raising the girls." It's really, really. I mean, awkward. that is kind of how like men in the '60s treat yes. us, and that's exactly. But She's basically giving him, but I just, to watch it is so cringy um, because, you know, she's basically like, basically he was like, the more she makes, the less valuable I become. I'm like, Jesus. So basically like, why are you even here? You know, I know. I was like, but I mean, it's a, it's a really great commentary on like, this is how what women have been dealing with since the be mm. beginning of time. Um, but honestly, it's just, yeah, it just... He's like, you know, like I, he said, literally, he's an engineer. He literally was like, 
being a stay-at-home dad is literally harder than any engineering job I've ever had. I'm so glad that he said mm -hmm. that he was like, this is hard. Um, but he's like, you know, but you know, I get to love all my babies. I love the fact that I'm here with them because they're still really young. He said, but I don't like the fact how my wife, because one, she's like running them into credit card debt. She's not, she's mishandling the money. And then he has no. Oh, so that's why she doesn't want him touching it. Mm -hmm. Also, because yes. she, she doesn't want him getting too close to the money. Yes. Oh man, I love that they find these people. Yes, I'm like, okay, girl, so if I'm going to feel better as a wife and a mother by watching it, then I'll watch it. Watch it. Let's watch it so we can, so we can chat now to be like, chat. Yeah. Like, I would love to hear from y'all. Like, tweet us, Instagram us. Like, what do you think? Like, I haven't watched all the episodes yet, but I've been to. Um, just yeah. like, like I said, just, I just love the fact that, like, because you know Rami, if you follow Rami, he is sarcastic. He don't care. He's going to talk terrible about the banks. He is going to yeah. drag MLMs. He is wholly, Less. holistically himself, unapologetically so. And someone, he he reposted a screenshot of someone saying something to the effect of like, I'm so glad they have like um, a dark skinned, hairy Indian um, on. <laughs> uh, like he was like, yes, represent us. Like, and he, I just thought that was so fun. I mean, I just love the fact that this level of representation and it's, it's what I love is that, you know, he's the central character, you know, Ramit goes through. Yeah. And as a result, his Instagram has blown up well over 400,000 people. I don't know where he was before. His books have sold out everywhere. It just really is like a rising tide lifts all boats and I love to see it. Um, and so yeah, support How to Get Rich um, and we could chat about it. You guys can tweet us and we could talk about like, you know, your episodes that you like, the ones that make you say, damn, you know, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope that we get him on the show soon. I know that um, I had, I think I, um, yeah, I think we were working on that for a minute. I would love and You that. know for me, y'all met before, right? No, I actually never met him in person. He invited me to his um I was like, Ramit hit me up. I was like, Oh, I want you to come to my um the 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 screen like, you know, the screening party. I was like, sure, because I I'm I thought Ramit lived in New York. I think he does. But then I looked, I was like, mm. Ramit, this is in Hollywood. Bruh. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna be able to make it. What, you don't just like get on your jet? Like, right. So I was just like some so I don't know him personally, personally, but like, you know, okay. socially I do. So and he just seems like, you know, like a dope, funny, like like very, what you see is what you get type of guy, which I like. Oh, well, good for him. Congrats for me. I want to check out that episode in particular, <laughs> because again, I would love to feel better about <laughs> marriage and motherhood and all those things. Um, my boost, I have a couple. One, Tiffany knows, but I'm hopefully going to be announcing a book deal thing. <laughs> Um, I've been a little quiet, I think, on the book journey front because I did, I signed with an agent like a month or two, no, a couple months ago. And after you get an agent, they kind of take the wheel mm -hmm. and um, get, you know, send gajillions of emails out to publishers and stuff. I have been, and I told Tiffany this, I was a little disappointed to hear that some of the feedback has been focused on my audience. Because, mm. I mean, y'all know, I mean, I focus on like... Uh, women of color, especially in black women in my work, that's just where my heart is. And that's some of the feedback has been like, oh, the audience is a little narrow. But in spite of all that, I have had a couple of big publishers interested. So fingers triple dipple crossed that mm -hmm. um, I have something fun to announce. And then I have something to, you know, be on Beyonce this weekend and like growing a human, birthing a human. <laughs> I'll have something else to look forward to for the summer and next year. Um, yeah. So yes. I'm, I'm just proud. Who I'm really proud of you, man? Mandy, because you're just like, I was telling Tracy, you know, my publicist, and she was like, didn't Mandy just, I said, exactly. One thing about Mandy is she going to get it done. 
like you were just like i think i want to write a book and then it was like i need a um an agent you did your due diligence found the right agent for yourself you're like i want to have a really good um you know book book proposal you did your due diligence found a book proposal coach you wrote a proposal and i mean literally all like you you know you really inspire me manny because i know how hard making the tradition the transition from corporate to like, you know, working for yourself. I mean, I never doubted you because I could spot a winner, winner, chicken dinner. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. girl, I ain't not know. Of all people, me. Yes, I was like, Mandy, of all the people, not you, because I know <laughs> that you are committed to doing the work required. And that's all that's required to be successful, honestly. Certainly there's luck, certainly there's, but the work required means that you are someone who will continue to do the work until it's, until it's done. Meaning that like, yes, there are gonna be you know, short stops and not short stops, but pitfalls and, you know, and things along the way, but you will do the work necessary to bypass those things. And that's really it. That's the magic sauce. Are you willing to keep going? That's if you are someone who's willing to keep going, then you will see success. It might take you 10 years. It might, but are you willing to keep going? And so I just know you. And so I'm not shocked, you know, or surprised. And I know that like, it's just bigger and better and greater things. I'm so glad that corporate didn't work out for you because we need you out here in the streets. You a street <laughs> soldier now. You out here with us. <laughs> Aw, thanks, Tiff. I receive it. That's such a that's such a that's a perfect compliment for me because that is so true. I mean, I will. I don't like to make big goals and not have a plan to get them done. Mm -hmm. So I'm really good at executing and just getting from point A to B. And it's been a long journey. I think this time last year, I started looking for a proposal coach. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to make this happen. I, and I finally, and it also came down to me feeling like I finally had the thing to say, you know? Mm. Um, and I finally had the message that I would write. It takes a long time to write a book. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do it half-assed just for it. I'm not doing it just to have something out there. I want to mm -hmm. do it because it means something. And so if I'm going to spend the next two years, because that's what they're saying, 2020, Y'all be getting those books, hopefully off the bookshelf, fingers <laughs> crossed. I'm painting my nails while I'm sitting here because I can't sit here with a bottle of nail polish and not fiddle with it, apparently. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so they've gone for nothing to yellow. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty color. Yeah. Well, you can't see it up close. You know how it is when you do your own nails? Mm. <laughs> but um, anyway, thank you so much. Yeah, that's that's really what it's about because I this has been a long, it's been a, it, I know it's been a short time. It's been a couple years since I launched, but it still has felt like a very long um, journey, but it's about believing in yourself and just mm -hmm. believing in like the fact that if you map out a plan and you execute that plan and you don't let your brain get in the way of stopping you from completing that plan, because that's so often what it is, right? It's like our own self-doubt. It's like, but why me? Do I deserve? Should I be here? What do I have to say that matters? And I'm at that point where I feel like I got some shit to say that matters and mm -hmm. I'm really excited to say it. Um, so. Thanks, Tiff. I just appreciate that. That's why. We, that's really. why we not just sister friends, we cousins. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, girl. Tell that's people. my other boost. <laughs> that's my other boost. I have nothing to show for it. But I went back. I had done twenty three and me forever ago. But I forgot somehow that I am twenty percent Nigerian, y'all. Girl, that's the. And it's not even a question. My people came from Nigeria. Yes. So I texted Tiffany. I was like, so by the way, <laughs> I would like an invite to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Uh, I would like Super Santa. I want to be on the sister list. <laughs> whatever the secret clubs are, can I be in them? I don't know. Um, no, but isn't that cool? Yes, it is. Because you're like 40% West African. 
Do you claim me? I do. 40, first of all, yes. 49, 47, I forget. That's crazy. That's a, that's a high percentage. Yeah. Oh, West African. Yeah, I need to look at that again. Because I'm like 50, the, the Europeans do got me all. I'm not going to even try to front. I'm 53.4. <laughs> 4, but that's because if you black, you still got a little something in you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm 53% European. It's all, and it's like British and Irish. Mm -hmm. And which makes sense because I do know that part of my my mom's family but then on the african side yeah post this in the group notes for y'all eh? oh that's right 39.9 percent .9 west african i'm 45 percent sub-saharan african but of that 40 percent west african and then of that 20 percent nigerian mm. ghana sorry you're in a, you're in a very 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 uh, far away second place at six percent and then something about broadly east broadly west african but yeah I'm very proud of that. I would love to, to visit Nigeria. We got to give you, well, you know, you, you're the firstborn daughter or no? Yes, I am. Okay. So we're going to call you, did, we did this already, Adeze, right? When you first told me, didn't I give you Adeze? Adeze? So Adeze uh -uh. means, so Ada is daughter, which oftentimes mm -hmm. this is what you'll call, like say if you were to come in to like, you know, like you and your family were coming and your dad was bringing you to like, I don't know, visit one of his Nigerian friends. He'd be like, oh, this is Ada, which would mean they would instantly know this is my firstborn daughter. And then Eze in Igbo is king. So Ada Eze, so Adeze means daughter of a king. So basically princess. So that's what, so we're going to oh. name you Adeze because mm -hmm, you're the firstborn daughter. Mm -hmm. So we're calling you princess. <laughs> is it Ghanaians who name you based on the day of the week that you're born? Well, Nigerians do, do that, that too sometimes. Well. Mm -hmm. I was born but on a like, Thursday. Well, I don't know what that girl, you know, I don't speak no Igbo, but I do know, <laughs> <laughs> I do know that oftentimes first door daughters, daughters are named Adeze, which is, I always thought was such a pretty Adeze. name. So it's literally very so phonetic, A-D-A-E-Z-E. -E. So literally super phonetic, Igbo is super phonetic, so. And are you Adoche with an A or with, or Odoche an with o, an O? Odoche, mm -hmm. Odoche. Oh, Odoche, Odoche, mm -hmm. Odoche, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to find out more about my, I really do, my, my little brother is, um, he really is, pushing for me and my dad and him to go to uh, do a trip somewhere in Africa. I don't know. I think he's pushing for Kenya. I don't know where else. Ooh, but we don't have to I stop in Nigeria. Yes. Adeze and Adochi, just out here. We're about to rename Brown Ambition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. All well, right. thank y'all for rocking with us. Yes. I guess by the time this show comes out, we'll know if we won the Webby. Girl, we won. Please. Feeling good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good about our 53% lead. <laughs> Feeling pretty good about it, but you know, you never know until you know. I might have woke up at like five in the morning, Saturday evening, morning, whatever, to buy a dress. I'm just gonna say that out there. That's right. You know, I think I do have a dress because I bought it in Kenya. That's right, because we're gonna be black up on that stage. I think I'm gonna wear a yes. dress I bought in Kenya. Yeah. Oh, okay. so exciting. Big things popping, but not me. You better stay in there, little boy. I need my four weeks. <laughs> On that note, we will talk to you later, BA fam. Bye. Bye, BA fam. Hey, BA fam. We could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff-Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam. 
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.